Hello, hello. What's up, my friends? Good morning to you. Welcome to another week. This is First Thing with Kevin Mano. It's Monday, September 12th, 2022. A ton of celebrity birthdays today. Emmy Rossum. Hey, the Emmys are on tonight. It's Emmy's birthday and the Emmys are on. How about that? Uh, Sydney Sweeney. Benjamin McKenzie is also celebrating today. Basketball player Yao Ming. American Idol winner Ruben Studdard. And American Idol loser Jennifer Hudson. Uh, ben Folds celebrating today. Kelsey Ballerini and Jennifer Nettles of the country band Sugarland. Happy birthday to you all. Also, uh, today would have been Paul Walker's 49th birthday. Rest in peace. It's been a long day without you, my friend. Okay. All right, let's jump in. We always start with the top story. The passing of the queen continued to dominate headlines all weekend. Her coffin took a six-hour car ride yesterday from Balmoral Castle to Edinburgh, Lots of crowds along the way today. Members of the public will be able to pay their respects for 24 hours. I'm sure it will draw even more massive crowds. Later this week, she will be flown to London, where her funeral will take place one week from today at Westminster Abbey. She will be buried next to her husband, Prince Philip. Uh, although it sounds like he, he'll be exhumed from his current resting place and moved next to her at a later date. Uh, a couple other things. We just found out that the Queen's corgis, I guess she had four of them at the time of her passing, they're going to go live with the Duke and Duchess of York. That's Prince Andrew and Sarah. Uh, her bees, I guess the king or queen always has bees, they have been informed of her passing. This is true. It's an old tradition slash superstition, I guess. Uh, if the bees are not told, they could leave the hive. That's the fear. Well, worry not, my friends. They have been told. King Charles is now their new master. Uh, and uh, one of the Queen's old tea bags just sold on eBay for $12,000. This story got weird quickly. I recognize that. Let's move on. All right, a few sports headlines for you. 19-year-old Spanish tennis player Carlos Alcaraz just won the U.S. Open to become the youngest number one ranked men's player in history. He is incredible to watch. On the women's side, Iga Swiatek of Poland was the winner. Nice job. This is her third major title. In the NFL, this is a bummer for Cowboys fans, man. Quarterback Dak Prescott, who left the game last night, needs surgery above his thumb and will miss six to eight weeks. He missed 11 games back in 2020 following ankle surgery, and he's out again. Game one, that's rough. And this one is just tragic. Anthony Varvaro, a former Major League Baseball pitcher who voluntarily left the sport to become a New York City police officer, lost his life yesterday in a car accident while on his way to Manhattan's 9-11 memorial service. He was on his way to work the event at the World Trade Center when a car going the wrong way struck him. Again, uh, just an absolute tragedy. We move now into some entertainment headlines. We'll start with some wedding news. Josh Dumel and Audra Mari just got married in North Dakota on Saturday. Congrats, guys. They're both from North Dakota. Uh, I always feel a little weird talking about this because it just feels too personal and sad, honestly. But Britney Spears was back at it this weekend sharing her innermost thoughts with her 42 million followers on Instagram. She, uh, she posted a series of audio clips mostly talking about family drama. She had some very strong words for her dad. Uh, and she said that without her kids in her life, she feels like, quote, a huge part of me has died. Uh, Kanye took a big step this weekend. He said on Instagram that he was, quote, releasing all grudges and leaning into the light. That's great. But then he deleted all of that. So never mind. Uh, from Kanye to the Kardashians, I'm going to dance around this one a little bit. I know it's a family show. Ray J, who famously 
co-starred with Kim Kardashian in an old movie, is again claiming that uh, that movie was arranged by Kris Jenner. He's threatening to sue Kim and Kris. He even shared some old text messages and a portion of a contract that he signed regarding that movie and its release. Uh, again, you might remember that some people think this film kind of launched the career of Kim Kardashian and subsequently the whole Kardashian family. He says that Kris was the mastermind, which is, uh, which is something she denies. And in other similar entertainment news, Tommy Lee, best known as the drummer of Motley Crue and the ex-husband of Pamela Anderson, they made a movie together. Uh, he's now on OnlyFans. This news comes right after he posted an explicit photo on his Instagram. That was taken down, so he announced he is on OnlyFans. All right, that brings us to uh, movie and TV news real quick before we dive into this big old Disney D23 update, a uh, look at the weekend box office. It was pretty slow. That new horror film Barbarian was number one, and it actually beat expectations. They were predicting a $5 million opening, and it doubled that. Nice job. All right, my friends, buckle up. Let's recap the uh, the biggest announcements to come out of Disney's D23 Expo. I kept seeing news break, and it was just making my head spin all weekend. I'm going to try to break this down and make it easy for you, okay? All of these trailers that I'm going to mention, if, if you want to see any of them, I have them up in our Instagram stories today. Uh, it's a good place to watch them if you want to. At First Thing Pod on Instagram. Hocus Pocus 2, that trailer is up there. The Sanderson sisters are back, and they look exactly the same, which is remarkable. Hey, I said witches. <laughs> Uh, Disenchanted, starring Amy Adams and James Marsden. That's a follow-up to 2007's Enchanted. Uh, we just got a trailer for the upcoming live-action Little Mermaid. My daughter is pumped about this. That's out May of next year. The Percy Jackson and the Olympians series. We got that trailer. A Marvel Halloween special called Werewolf by Night. Uh, speaking of Marvel, Samuel L. Jackson is back as Nick Fury in a trailer for the new Marvel series Secret Invasion. Tim Allen's upcoming The Santa Clauses series. We found out that'll premiere on November 16th, and we got that trailer. And uh, Mandalorian Season 3, that one's up there as well. And now on to some, uh, some announcements from D23. Harrison Ford popped in to talk about Indiana Jones 5, and he confirmed that it will, in fact, be his last one of those movies. He got a little choked up talking about it. Jude Law was there to talk about his role as Captain Hook in the upcoming movie Peter Pan and Wendy. Uh, they confirmed the sequel to The Lion King. It's called Mufasa, The Lion King, and it will be in theaters in 2024. Gal Gadot and Rachel Ziegler were there to show a clip from their upcoming Snow White remake. That's also in theaters in 2024. Jamie Lee Curtis was on stage to talk about the upcoming Haunted Mansion movie. This cast is crazy. Uh, Winona Ryder, Owen Wilson, Jared Leto, Tiffany Haddish, and Danny DeVito are also a part of it. Amy Poehler announced Inside Out 2. That's great. Also coming in 2024. They confirmed the upcoming Zootopia animated series on Disney Plus will be out in November. Charlie Cox and Vincent D'Onofrio were there to talk about their upcoming Daredevil series. It's called Daredevil Born Again. That's a long time coming. Uh, James Cameron said that while they're still wrapping up post-production on Avatar 2 and filming Avatar 3, production has already begun on Avatar 4. Ooh, there you go. Is it possible they're producing too much content? That uh, really feels like a lot. Uh, before we move off of movies and trailers and stuff, I have one more posted for you. I know I'm throwing too much at you. For that, I apologize. Steven Spielberg's new movie, The Fablemans, has nothing to do with Disney, D23, any of that. It looks great, though. It's about him as a kid falling in love with movies. Uh, the trailer just came out, and it's up there as well, at First Thing Pod on Instagram. Just clear your schedule today. You have a lot to watch. Uh, all right, the other big story at the moment, as previously mentioned, it's Emmy night. 
HBO and HBO Max have 140 nominations for their content. The show Succession alone has 25. That's the most of any show. Uh, Keenan Thompson is hosting tonight. John Legend is performing during that In Memoriam portion. Uh, there is so much good TV right now. The golden age of television, as they say. My wife and I watch way more shows than movies these days. So if you ask me, the Emmys are the new Oscars. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. I'm pulling for a big night for Better Call Saul, by the way. We'll find out tonight on NBC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What will people be watching tonight? Obviously, the 74th Emmy Awards. Just talked about that. Monday Night Football is back on ABC and ESPN. The Seahawks host the Broncos tonight. Uh, the first season finale of Don't Forget the Lyrics is on Fox. And after that, Fox also has the third season premiere of War of the Worlds. Okay, okay, okay. On to uh, some music news now. I, I guess I have one more update from D23. I'm sorry. It was announced that Disney Plus will broadcast Elton John's final U.S. concert November 20th from Dodger Stadium in Los Angeles. I feel like he's had a, like a handful of last concerts, but uh, I think he's serious this time. I think. Uh, in other music news, Daniel Radcliffe can play the accordion now. Uh, in order to play Weird Al in this movie, he, uh, he just revealed that he actually learned how to play the accordion. That's commitment. And by the way, guys, that movie is getting insanely good reviews. Uh, country singer John Michael Montgomery's tour bus crashed on Friday night. He broke some ribs and got some cuts, but overall, it seems that he and everyone else on board are doing well. He released a statement saying as much and said, quote, I am grateful to the medics and highway patrol for their quick response. He also said he's taking a little time off to recover, of course. Uh, and lastly here, Shania Twain just presented her charity, Shania Kids Can, with a $150,000 check. Her Vegas residency wrapped up Saturday night, and she donated $1 from every ticket sold to that foundation. Very cool. Okay. All right, some additional headlines. Now, yesterday, of course, was the 21st anniversary of the September 11th attacks. Uh, President Biden took part in a wreath-laying ceremony at the Pentagon. Meanwhile, the First Lady spoke at a ceremony at the Flight 93 Memorial in Shanksville, Pennsylvania. And Vice President Kamala Harris was in New York City for the ceremony at Ground Zero. As the war in Ukraine hit 200 days yesterday, it seems that Ukrainian troops are making some big strides. They're reclaiming a lot of territory. Uh, yesterday, however, while that was the headline, it's reported that Russia attacked power stations and other vital infrastructure around Kyiv. Uh, this ignited a massive fire and caused widespread outages. Regardless, it seems that the majority of the headlines right now are all indicating massive progress by the Ukrainians. Uh, there's a video going around right now. A large black bear showed up at a two-year-old's birthday party and ate a bunch of cupcakes. The adults all grabbed the kids and headed for safety. Some made it into their cars where they were honking and shouting to try to scare the bear away, but he didn't seem to mind. He just hung out and ate the cupcakes. In the end, no one was hurt, thank goodness. Uh, I, I go to a lot of kids' birthday parties, and we had two this weekend, actually. And I will say, the desserts are vital, very important. I can't imagine the kids were too happy about this. Uh, a fan tailgating at the Dolphins-Patriots game yesterday accidentally left his grill on in the parking lot and a bunch of cars caught on fire. It's not good. The Dolphins won that game 20-7. to And in food news, the sandwich chain Potbelly just launched their new pumpkin spice shake. So I, I think that's all of them. I think everyone has a pumpkin spice shake now. All right, always in the show with a positive story, something to make you feel good as you start your day, as you start this Monday morning. This one was potentially very scary, but ultimately has a, uh, a happy ending. A baby on a Spirit Airlines flight from Pittsburgh to Orlando stopped breathing while in the air. Thankfully, there was a retired nurse on board. Tamara Panzino is her name. Uh, the trouble began about 30 minutes into the flight, and she, uh, she did what she does. She said, quote, when you have to step forward and do what's right, you do it. 
I'm not entirely sure what she did, but she was massaging the baby's chest and legs and attempting to improve the flow of oxygen, and it worked. The baby started breathing again, and the plane gave Tamara a passionate round of applause. It's amazing. The baby is fine. All good. When everyone realized that this baby was going to be okay, it was the single happiest moment ever had on a Spirit Airlines flight. People were actually smiling. It was amazing. Uh, seriously, though, I'm going to say her name again, Tamara Panzino. She is a hero. The show is over now. All right. Thanks for being here. Thanks for starting your uh, your Monday morning with me, your week. Hopefully it's a good one for you. A couple quick hellos. Uh, first, Hillary Basil and her boyfriend Brian want to say hi to you guys. Today is Brian's birthday. Happy birthday, buddy. Heather DeGell, thank you for uh, for sharing the show, spreading it on Instagram. Thanks for telling your friends. Kelly Mott, thank you too. Deb Chambers, uh, and I got a nice message from Abby Eustace. Thank you all for spreading the word. I need you. I need the word of mouth for this show if it's uh, if it's going to grow. So thank you so much. Uh, feel free to rate and review wherever you listen to podcasts, all that stuff, blah, blah, blah. I will be back tomorrow. Until then, have a wonderful day. Please tell your friends about this show. 